0: Today's guest, Christine from WeFox.
1: Very hot topic also. I mean, if, if you look into all the communities, if you look into LinkedIn, it's one of the hot topics, right? How to deal with those things. Being very transparent, it's a case-to-case mm. conversation. It's a case-to-case conversation. But I also believe, or I, I can see that there is a slight change of mindset towards really realizing that those internal developments, of course, also need to come with an internal development of your package, right? Yeah, of definitely. your compensation <laughs> package. And I think also here again, TA can play a great role. Yeah. To
0: just making
1: l- a case. It's an easy case, yeah. right? If you sit down really looking into the numbers, it's all about money in the end, right?
0: Christine and I know each other from the Berlin talent acquisition bubble and ecosystem, and she spent more than seven years at one of the biggest TA teams at Deutsche Bahn, where she then got really, really excited um, to get to know the startup and scale up scene and directly jump into the hyper growth phase of WeFox in 2021 and is now leading talent acquisition and employer branding. And we talked about many things like the employer value proposition, um, culture, internal mobility. Um, how to structure and scale certain um, functions, teams, when they go internationally, and also about the scaling of a function. Then you can build trust and then you can spend less time communicating and more time just getting shit done. Then I went home and and thought about this sentence. We basically put it on the table. Hiring takes time. People are trained. How to objectively judge certain situations. It's very, 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 very hard to change that. That was the learning. Entrepreneurs with empathy. To the people side. Hi, Christine. How are you today?
1: Hi, Thomas. I'm good. Thank you.
0: We are here from the WeFox office at the day where we have the new funding round announced, I guess.
1: That's very uh, coincidentally, actually, that you're here where we have such good news, actually, um, for today. Good to have you as a guest, for sure. (laughs)
0: Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) And for the timing, it was also perfect. Mm -hmm. So maybe um, we are in each other. But you could also give the audience a bit more context about your background, what shaped you most and who you are.
1: I can most likely do that. Um, So I am Kristen. Um, As Thomas said, we're sitting here in the WeFox office today. And this is also, yeah, um, what I'm doing Um, here at WeFox. I have... um, um, the nice task to bring people on board for WeFox, to look um, and attract a new talent. So my role here is I am head of talent acquisition and employer branding. And um, as I was just talking to uh, my colleagues earlier today, I'm doing that now for a bit more than one and a half years. Mm-hmm. And it feels a lot longer, actually, because um, time in a very fast moving environment Somehow feel stretched. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, it's, it's only one and a half years, but um, it feels like, um, yeah, we are really a big part of Wefox. Already. And you also
0: had hypergrowth during that one and a half years period, I guess. Yes. Permanently.
1: I think that contributed to that feeling of that being um, being a long time. So when I um, yes, when I entered Wefox in 21, we were right in the middle of a
0: hypergrowth phase. How, how many employees back then?
1: Um. Back then, um, we were around 1,100 um, employees um, so far, um, or by now. I mean, we've been going through some phases um, since then. Um, we are around 1,380 employees. And
0: also across several markets, right? That's also yes. a bit complex. So how many markets do you currently eight have? Locations, eight locations.
1: Uh, eight? locations within Europe. Uh-huh. Um but also, and this is a bit, uh, um, let's say, also special challenge that we have here at WeFox. We are an insure tech company, which you can tell by the word already, is combining two worlds with each other. So the very traditional and I would say also sometimes a bit conservative insurance world, but also the technology world. And this is for us in talent acquisition also the challenge to attract talent from both worlds and combine it here at WeFox to mm. something um, yeah that is even more um, that is even more exciting um, let's what say, is then um,
0: the biggest volume you need to hire for?
1: Tech actually so um, in that hyper growth phase that was mostly tech tech and product talent um, here we have um, a big focus in the Spanish market um, together with also the Berlin market actually and looking back into that hypergrowth growth phase um, it was also based on customer and sales roles um, so of course um Insurances also need to be sold, so this is also profiles um, or these web is profiles we are looking The
0: into. typical insurance broker, how I can imagine it from the more traditional companies, or is it a different? We're also profile? looking
1: for that for those profiles. Yeah, so very wide uh, range of sales profiles, and in addition to that, also all the. Yeah, very classical um, profiles that you need. So, of course, we were also looking for legal experts, for um, marketing experts and so on. So really a wide range of profiles that we've been recruiting. Um, and yeah, interesting um time. And yeah.
0: what did you do before?
1: Yeah. So um, with uh, WeFox, I jumped a bit um, into the cold water of start and scale up. Um, I was really um, hungry for that, actually, because I was coming from a very different environment before. I was a bit longer than seven years, actually, with uh, Deutsche Bahn, which is the German railway um, company, big corporate, over 300,000 employees. And I was coming from a very big TA organization. So um, I was doing their TA um, since I started um, my times at DB. With a team of 800 TA experts, um, so huge. <laughs> um, and that is, yeah, was quite a, a, a difference and quite a challenge um, Then to join the very other environment. I mean, um, yeah, TA experts or people in TA know that, of course, um, some things will always remain the same, right? Relationships to candidates, relationships to hiring managers, but the environment was very different.
0: How would you describe it um, in comparison to VFox?
1: Um, At WeFox, we are, um, and when I start from my own TA team, very international team, our um, corporate language is English, Um, where, as you said, right, we're operating in different markets, and we always try to have a really global view on things, what we do, how can we use that for all of the markets that we operate in. It's also very fast, right? Fast decision making, fast pace. Um, as you said, hyper growth.
0: Doing things in parallel. Doing things too in parallel. Sometimes. Yeah.
1: So too much. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> um, so, and in comparison to that, um, MDB was, um, of course, a company that where processes were really well set up, um, where there was a lot of structure, where also decisions, because of that structure, um, took longer. Um, actually um so yeah very, very very different in terms of pace i would mm. say like thinking thinking back that pace i would say is is the one thing that really made a difference um, also the me. time
0: to hire is it also varying mm. mm-hmm.
1: i would say um yes time to hire um but also um and this is um let's say one of the things that we also um in our pre-conversation um, touched um, also then time to actually have the person on board. So mm-hmm. at WeFox, um, time to hire and then having the people, having the person here in the office. It's
0: like the time to start.
1: Time to start sometimes and luckily go super quick. Needs a longer time when you're in a big corporate. So and until I, the contract is, is made, right? Ah, because um, of the whole admin process. Yes, is. because of the whole admin process. Um <laughs> And also, I mean, and that is, um, of course, both things compared to each other, um, how known the company is in the market. Um, In Germany, and I think also in the whole Dach region, DB, it's a very well-known brand, a very well-known employer as well, um, where we were in no situation where we had to explain this is what we're doing at DB. But with WeFox is usually also the question when we approach candidates, what are you doing? Um, so what are you hiring for? What is your mission? Um, so also, um, yeah, awareness in the market for the brand is really different.
0: Mm. In case you like my show, please subscribe. I would really appreciate it. Would you say that's a, a big impact on hiring in terms of constraints or even being seeing it as an opportunity if it's there that you have um, a certain brand that is known on the market, like a strong consumer brand? Or, for sure. Yeah.
1: For sure. Um,
0: What's the difference?
1: In um, so um, mm, especially when you're entering new markets. Um, for example. Um, so I'm just thinking back um of my um the last um, the last and really exciting role that I had um at DB was building up the first cross-border recruiting team. Because of shortage of stuff in Germany, we were looking dedicatedly into um, foreign markets to attract people there and relocate them to Germany, and even markets where DB was not operating in. Um, when we started like posting stuff there, when we started look, we we're looking for talent to come to Germany. The brand was known, so the the market entry was super easy for us Mm. from a talent side Mm -hmm. right um it had a um yeah it made it very easy for us to do so um so that just to have that um made it easy on the other hand it also comes with all the attached sometimes stereotypes that you bring yeah Um, i
0: have some in mind
1: (laughs) see so um so usually also talent that you're attracting or people that you source are also okay db um and it comes with a But maybe it's not even
0: like that, right? So maybe it can also be dynamic. I can imagine
1: can be dynamic, and of course, it's also influenced by what's currently happening, by press, or how is, um, let's say, that the brand situated in the market. Um, And in comparison to that, um, having um, a new brand on the market with Wefox, something that is not so known, of course, always gives the chance to really develop something from scratch, (laughs) right? And to make a new entry point what
0: role does the founder play there in building this brand because I think Julian is quite active you can at least in the in the Berlin ecosystem bubble he makes it so easy
1: for us on that or he's a like um when a, a I started yeah he's a big enabler so when he um when he start when I started he was already very active so he was not someone that we in TA had to move for our purposes, right? And that is actually something that was very different before. Mm. There we had to engage and push hiring managers a lot to also do something on the market, make themselves visible and so on. So here um, in our environment now, um, Julian was doing a great job for us. He was already very um, well-connected, but also visible um, and sometimes a bit too fast for us, right? And because it was hard for us to catch up, but very, um, very helpful in terms of spreading the news as well. And of course, you can see that in conversations and interviews, people are like, yeah, I've seen the latest interview of um, this and that. And I know that's um, not only the case for us at WeFox, me talking to fellow TA leaders with other strong founders, that does help to... Support or push the brand a
0: lot mm-hmm. actually,
1: so it's really um really helpful
0: and was an employer value proposition and so already defined when you joined or did you did you build that
1: good very good topic um, or very good question let's say um so what was there already was a really strong set of values for the company for employees so what is the, the baseline what are we um, operating with mm-hmm. so five, um, five values um, but as um, WeFox was growing in the past also on the basis of certain acquisitions in new markets that usually makes it a bit more challenging yeah. for a unified EVP let's yeah. say so this is where we invested a lot of work actually um, where we've been working with surveys and still are Working um, actually to establish that and to also have that umbrella where everyone can find himself or herself underneath. What right? are the
0: five values, Robert, and are are they still yeah, the same? I'm
1: looking. Um, I'm looking around. Unfortunately, we cannot um, see them because we had them um, in the offices. And this is: uh, we communicate clearly. We are team players. We are authentic. We make things possible. And the fifth one,
0: we find later.
1: We find later. <laughs> hashtag we find later. They, they all have a hashtag. Um, so it's not on top of my head. So I'll find that out. Yeah, yeah. Very good. We can add that. And yeah. the
0: we com, we communicate we clearly. We
1: communicate clearly.
0: How does this translate into your work in talent acquisition?
1: Um, actually, um, the um, having that as a unified or having those values as a let's say really as, as a baseline for everything that we do really helps us in the community in the communication internally. Um, when we um, give feedback to hiring managers, when we give TA training to hiring managers, um, we tend, and this is all, also how we announce this, to give very direct feedback. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we can improve. This is something that we should improve. Um, and of course, Having our values as a as a backup, we do that because this is one of our values. Helps us in that internal stakeholder management a lot. Um, also so, with candidates, I guess, so, right? So that with the internals, exactly. Um, with candidates, this is something. Um, I mean, we and this potentially, let's say the um, w- one of the main goals for every TA team to be really candidate centric, to be really candidate obsessed, if not even. Um, Of course, we also try to deliver that for the candidates in terms of feedback. Um, And this is one of the things where we have been, although being in a fast developing scale up and startup environment, where we are trying to really push for a sustainable recruitment environment, right? We believe that if we are giving someone good feedback to a process, even though maybe this time it was not a match for us. That person stays in the talent market. And of course, there's always the chance that someone comes back to us later or that we might be coming back to that person later. As we are developing so fast, right, from a business strategy, um, from new markets, there's always the chance that a talent that we do not need today is very likely that we need that talent tomorrow. So this is why the whole idea of um, having sustainable interactions, having talent pools, and also doing that bit more midterm planning um, became more and more important for us. And we're trying to maintain that even though being in that fast-changing scale-up and startup environment, which yeah. is a challenge in daily yeah, operations. Definitely. I see this yeah. so
0: often that companies interview for certain roles and then the candidates maybe would not fit because the role is scoped, also very vague or not clear. And then six months later, 12 months later, you may be hired again for a similar field or the same role even. And then... I see recruiters going directly, for instance, on LinkedIn and sourcing there. But why not leveraging the internal ATS? Because you can get a lot of good candidates there if you set it up in the right way. Systematically with tags, with tagging, with also getting consents, with keeping them up to date and so on. That's an asset.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, and uh, you know that uh, the whole idea of talent pools, It's not a new idea, it's not a new concept, (laughs) but it's very rare that you find a team or a company that does it really well. Yes. Because um, it's always that step of um, doing effort now for something that doesn't pay off immediately, Mm -hmm. but in the future. Um, And especially in that, let's say, very fast developing um, time also that we're in. People do not tend to make that extra effort now. That only pays off in in a second step. So, um, is is one of the things we are working on, and something wherever I'm in network meetings and so on, I'm always trying to like gather. How are you doing that? What is your what is your take on that? Um, and
0: what's your approach on doing the relationship management with the candidates or talent pooling, however you want to call it?
1: So we, I Id- like we at Wefox, we ident um, or we identified some critical, only a few, I have to say, because we wanted to focus on a few areas first to be able to make it right. So we identified a few focus area where we said we open speculative pipelines for those jobs. So this is, we even go out into the market, not searching for a specific job, but saying, look, if you bring experience in that area, we're super happy to get into a conversation with you. Um, so we, we really go out into the market with that and then use our ATS um, to pool the candidates. And then when opening a new job, adding that as a first go-to source, right? So what do we have here already? And that actually is something that also in the collaboration with hiring managers really brought us a lot of trust to say like, look, when opening a new role, let's already look into some Profiles to see Thomas, my hiring manager, is it going to the right direction?
0: Mm-hmm. To calibrate. We, to, calibrate
1: to calibrate. To calibrate to get first feedback. Um, so we started. Um, th- there's still a lot of room for improvement, I have to say. But we started with some key areas to go out and made some first um, good steps. Um, I've been doing that on a much bigger scale um, in the um, in the past actually, but. The key, I think, is engagement over time, right? Mm. You have candidates in a pool, if they didn't hear for, from you for a longer time, they lose interest. Yeah. Um, so you have to engage them, send like content even, right? And um, here and there, a bit of a nudge to say like, we're Maybe still there. Invite
0: them to the office sometimes, We're right? still there,
1: yeah. And this is something, um, I mean, the whole thing, community management, right? We've also been talking about thinking of recruitment more as a broader concept. So mm. what are the touch points that you can connect? Um, working with communities, so that community of prospect candidates, but also on the other end of the spectrum, working with an alumni network of Foxies, mm. actually, as we have it here. Do you call them Foxys? Yes, <laughs> like <laughs> no. our employees, we call ourselves Foxys. Mm. Um, and, of course, um, and the claim of our alumni network is Once a Foxy, always a Foxy. Um, So when you just said, like, inviting Tim to the office, this is, for example, what we do with with alumni. Um, So um, once in a while, we invite to our main offices um, and send out, yeah, invite to former colleagues to say, look, time for a beer again. Nothing super sophisticated, just time to come together, share a bit, updates, what has been going on at WeFox for the last time and bring them together. And that actually already led to some boomerang hires um, where we said, look, people gained really great experience outside at WeFox and now would be interested to come back in. It's a great, great deal for us, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. They know the, the culture a bit. They yeah. know the context. Yeah. Faster up to speed, maybe already have some relationships.
1: But again, it's like, you know, and this is sometimes also not so easy to convince. Internally, um, as well as someone out of TA, to make that effort now, why would we invest in people that already left us? But to have then that gain in the second step. Mm -hmm. Um, So thinking that a bit more, yeah, I I usually say like having that sustainable approach, right? Um, Do a bit of broader view on the whole talent attraction Mm -hmm. topic.
0: And the whole talent pooling topic, how how does this also... Buy into or add up to your employer value proposition and how would you describe your value proposition, how you want to um position yourself as employer?
1: The um, I mean the what what we are trying with all the actions that we are doing, um with our um employer branding activities, um but also with every every touch point that we as a TA team have, um, with the internal or with the external world well, more to say, is like offering a window into the WeFox world. This is what we want to do. So really delivering an authentic view into what is happening here. So ideally, along the touch points, along the process, you get a really good feeling what it will be working at WeFox. What is it that I'm signing up for? This is for us very important to also yeah, um, focus on attrition, for example, right? To get people in that make a good and valid decision and also stay with us, right? Um, so having that, coming back to my window, yeah, offering a, a window into the company to say like, what is it really about working at WeFox? Um, this is basically the core of what everything else um, is is aligned um, to and what we're, where we're also trying to challenge ourselves um, into. Um, of course, that window, looking through that window looks a bit different if I'm looking or speaking to a a TA person in Italy, because, um, of course, the, um, for example, it always has a local flavor. Office in Italy looks different, right? Also the culture is... And you also
0: sponsor a very cool um, office uh, football <laughs> we, club. We it? do, we do. But also here in, in Germany. <laughs> also in Germany. Berlin is also like nice. Union Berlin, yeah.
1: But also has a bit of a different culture, right? They do things in the office a bit differently. So um, for us that, um, what's an, that... What's an
0: example of what they do differently?
1: Um, for more example, coffee in uh, Italy? More,
0: more espresso? Coffee, <laughs>
1: better coffee, better <laughs>
0: coffee.
1: Um, but also they tend to be in the office a lot more um and this is, is it um, in milano yes in, uh, it's in milano and it's both sided actually the management wants the employees to be mm. in the office a lot more but also the employees like to be in the office a lot more which is very different to what we find for example in berlin
0: and spain how is spain
1: berlin hybrid um, is super popular um in spain a bit according to the like focus on profiles that we have there. It's our tech hub. Um, We also have a decent amount of employees that really wish for the remote setup. Um, But also um, they're really keen on having event-based office time.
0: Mm. So
1: coming together as a team to have pizza nights, to have... um, Is it in
0: Barcelona or in Madrid? Barcelona,
1: yeah. To have like technical exchange as well. So for them it's not so important to be in the office like every day. Um, but coming together event-based. And that, you should always reflect that in the process, right? So the EVP for us is like the, the golden thread that is keeping everything together. What's the unifying thing at WeFox? But it always should have that local flavor so you can really represent what's going on in the office that I will be working in. So, yeah, we have... Local flavors, local difference, differences, um, but... Are you
0: always around in all the offices? Finding
1: that core. Always around would be an exaggeration. Um,
0: but here and there? Yeah. To Barcelona in the yeah. summer?
1: And it's, it's hot, yeah. Um, so we're going to um, Milan um, in a bit um, as a people leader team to come together. And I think it's very important. Um, you don't get a feeling for the culture. You don't get a feeling for a market just from the screen and like over an italian coffee um also more secrets around everything are shared is shared right so it's more easy to to really connect with the people so yes it is um, important yeah
0: first you said you really wanted badly to join this startup environment why what 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 was i had
1: itchy feet i was like um i mean the um I started um, that huge corporate life very young in my career and then I was there for seven years and I, I realized it's one of the biggest TA teams around.
0: In the world? <laughs>
1: Actually, <laughs> yes. potentially yes.
0: Yeah, it's quite huge. Potentially
1: yes, it's huge <laughs> um, and I learned so much and I was like th- super thankful for all the like experiences and all the learnings that I was able to, to do there but I was like and especially in Berlin, right? Um, you you are in the in the middle of something so big. When you look at the whole um, startup ecosystem, right? And you get all the so what's going on there? How is it really? I had no idea actually. I had no touch point before, so I really had itchy feet. I'm like I'm just curious. What is out there? What is outside this big corporate world? So um, I think curiosity was the biggest driver actually to do that. Um, and this is also. Yeah, um, how I then um, landed um, with WeFox after a couple of conversations.
0: And also, uh, I think the whole internal mobility piece mm-hmm. is very, very different at a huge organization and also way more impactful that you can also move around way easier or more often or internal hires just make more sense because the organization is more more um, of it's a headcount size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how how do you do that at Wevox? Because you're already at a decent size of 1.3 thousand, mm-hmm. roughly. Mm-hmm. Y- you can already do internal mobility stuff. And yeah. I think now, especially in the environment with more capital efficient growth and not always first impulse is hiring yeah. externally. Yeah. How do you set it up here?
1: Yeah. Um, so that was one of the yeah um, pro- projects, let's say, very, cl- very close um, to my TA heart as well, because... Um, um in a big setup that I was before, it was very separated as well. So recruiting from the external market was one thing, TA was one thing. And then you had like a whole different team responsible for like succession planning, internal movements and so on. Mm-hmm. Of course, here in the smaller setup, everything is a lot more interconnected. And um, it was um, really cool, or I found it really cool that we as a TA team had been able to launch that internal mobility concept into WeFox. um, How does the
0: concept look like?
1: Because TA was a big driver for that, right? Um, We just noticed actually that internal people, like our, our colleagues basically, right, were because we had more and more initiatives and more and more visibility as a TA team, they also more and more noticed what are the possibilities. There are so many roles out there. Is there something, if I want to change, is there something in it for me? So they were naturally approaching us. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we are like um, the ones with the access to the job market internally, basically. So um, very simple first step, a process needed to be defined. Right. But it came
0: out of a demand.
1: Came out of the demand because they were approaching us. That's good. Good sign. Right. Um, They were approaching us with interest. And also we realized once we had someone where business and candidate, internal candidate agreed, then what how to process that candidate, how to bring him into the new spot. There was nothing...
0: It sounds so simple, right? There is already somebody working internally. Why can they just not take another job? It's not so simple.
1: It's not so simple, (laughs) especially not when different locations are involved, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Different
0: departments as well sometimes. Different departments,
1: different legal entities, and sometimes different countries, right? Mm -hmm. If relocation is involved. Usually, it's also about the costs. Who's paying for someone that wants to relocate internally? And by paying
0: for someone, but maybe not for another one. Exactly. In case you have any feedback or anything you want to share with me, please send me an email on thomas at peoplewise.com or hit me up on LinkedIn. And in case you really enjoy the show, please subscribe. I would really appreciate it.
1: And it's also a lot having those... um, but This is really valuable, I think, um, to have those internal conversations about um, why is it good and why does it pay off in the end to keep internal talent? And why does it pay off to develop people internally? Why do you
0: think it pays off?
1: um, Because it really pays into culture. Um, It really pays into culture um, when you are able to... um, when you have an authentic interest of supporting individuals in their career if you have if you show authentic um interest and also effort um to actually look at the things more holistically and not just i have a job to do throw me someone at it who can do it right um, so it has a lot more of a people centric approach to mm-hmm. it and i i feel and i see that also that employees do realize that If you're offering um, something for that as a really nice add on effect, it also is a great selling point on the external market, right? If you say, look, we're also internally offering international um, job options, right? If you want to really um, develop, because, um, is one of the also number one questions in interviews when it comes to benefits, um, um, how is my development um, plan once I'm here? Are there even options to develop and so on? So I think that as a company of our size can really make a difference if you're already able to offer that um, to also make a difference to other other competitors, I would say. Um, And as you were asking, how does the concept look like? So we started with just a process, right? So once the decision is made, how is it done? Second um, point was, to communicate it properly, to give people access to the internal job market and set up certain rules. So that means, Thomas, dear hiring manager, no headhunting. So now that we have that, that doesn't mean that you call up all the high performers and say, do you want to work for my team, right? But having a certain, develop a certain understanding internally. So really interesting conversations. Crafting
0: out the description of the job and maybe before it goes live externally, you post it internally, and then you have a time of one week to see how it's resonant for instance, and then move forward or.
1: You described that quite well. Yeah. Um, that's, um, yeah, that's how it would works and also having some guidelines to it as to when equally qualified, we prefer the internal candidate, right. And that we also expect from our leaders to support the internal mobility concept. What
0: I always see or hear is that some people, they don't then want to interview externally if they want somebody internally. Do you also accept this? Or is there a certain um, criteria that needs to be met that you can just directly go for the one-shot internal employee? Because it fits so perfectly well, or the hiring manager wants it so badly, and the employee as well, that you don't even compare with interviews to go through a regular process. Do you also do that? Or if it's it like
1: as- if it's like internally only, if he has like someone in mind um to do that, I think from my perspective, and this is also how we did set it up, um I always call it like no behind closed doors policy. Mm-hmm. So even for like those internal transitions. We're aiming to have a process, right? Yes. And so, document
0: it at least. And so ex- on, right?
1: Exactly. And to make it like obvious and transparent for the rest of the company, we're looking to fill that position so that at least other talents have the chance to, as you would say in German, throw their head, um, right? And say like, look, I would be interested. And sometimes, um, and luckily it happened already, you're positively surprised as a manager who suddenly shows up and shows interest for the role, right? You also learn a lot about your internal workforce on those things. How
0: about confidentiality? and acceptance. sometimes sometimes the current manager maybe doesn't want to know that somebody from his or her team applies somewhere else. That's also tricky.
1: It's also a great question. So um how we um we had so many conversations about how to how to do that actually. So we have in our um, defined process at one point um, the TA partner is basically um Having the final check up um, also with the the candidate and says, look, in the next step, it becomes a bit more transparent. So this is the point of no return. Now, if you want to move on, we would really recommend you to talk to your current manager. And And in 95% of the cases that also then happened, right? Because they take it seriously. And also we try to educate a bit that a relationship with a current manager will of course stay, even mm. when you're in a new role. You will be in a different scenario. It's but also a
0: bit about maturity, right? That's
1: exactly. It,
0: you should not get too emotional about it. Of course, sometimes it's hard. Um,
1: <laughs> sometimes it's hard, but um, here I also see like a TA team as a great, um, yeah. I in- think it's
0: also a bit about confidence to say, okay, it's it's part of the game. We need to move on and we find a solution, right?
1: We find a solution, but also like I, I see the TA team here usually as a great empower um, for those things to educate around it what can happen worst case and to also show hiring managers on both ends the worst case is not so bad because we support you to then fill your vacancy and this is also the advantages that you have from it so I think it's all about like showing the bigger picture um, for everyone that in the end um, it pays off for us Um, but yeah um, internal campaigning um, is is needed let's say um, for those kind of
0: things and um, compensation then, how how do you make sure that this is also co- considered in the right way? because I think this is something what can get really complicated. Um, do you also give big raises then, when the job specification of the new job versus the old role, when there is a big gap? because this is what I saw often that if you hire externally, it's way easier to make the decision to just give 15,000 more, for instance, um, than when somebody so, internally would move.
1: It's a very hot topic also. I mean, if, if you look into all the communities, if you look into LinkedIn, it's one of the hot topics, right? How to, um, how to deal with those things. Um, being very transparent, it's a case-to-case mm. conversation. It's a case-to-case conversation. Um, the but i also believe or i i can see that there is a slight change of mindset towards really realizing that um those internal developments of course also need to come with an internal development of your package right yeah, the compensation package <laughs> and okay. that um and I think also here again, TA can play a great role. Yeah,
0: just making
1: n- a case. It's an easy case, yeah. right? If you sit down really looking into the numbers, it's all ab- it's all about money in the end, right? You can make a great case, and it's an easy one actually to just say how much hiring externally with all the um, costs um, you attached to it would. Yeah, do. you you still save, right?
0: But also looking into the market and listen a bit into what's the. The salaries out there. And I think this also needs to be yeah. regularly considered, but I always recommend, um, people in any level, regular interview and sometimes just doing a first call, um, or also sometimes going to offers, um, just to see what's your market value currently for your role. It's a good idea. <laughs> it can be time consuming, yeah. but doing it at least one to two times a year, I think is very, very healthy. Yeah. If You want to progress in your career, yeah, <laughs> and if you know what's out there for you yeah. or not, I think it helps, but it's also time consuming for the recruiters, but also for the candidates. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you see me smiling, right? On the other hand, because I, um, I mean, the um, w- what I also love about my job in TA that a lot of people have from their processes at the very beginning, a lot of kind of a trusted relationship with you. So people tend to tell you a lot also internally, yes. right? So I just had the conversation last week with someone that says like, look, I I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell you, but I do go to interviews all the time just to keep practicing. Yeah. I said like,
0: good. and he
1: was almost like um, afraid to tell me. I'm like, this is good that you do that, right? Um, it also like just to, um, to keep you fresh and on your toes and also to see what's out there on the market. And then also if you make a conscious decision, to stay where you are, even better, yes. right? Because then you do it with all of your yes. heart. And um, sometimes you
0: even appreciate your job more.
1: <laughs> so, exactly, exactly. Um, so, this is why... Um, so, people are sometimes almost afraid to say that, but I'm like, go, yeah. go and do that. And um, it's always good to
0: have options, of course.
1: Exactly. And, I mean, in um, from a TA perspective, it even has that um, checking out what the competitor does perspective yes. sometimes, yes. right? To say, like, and it's just... Also, always a great event if two TA people meet um, and exchange about stuff, yeah. So, I agree.
0: Okay. Um, Do you have any final words?
1: Final words?
0: Yeah.
1: You didn't prepare me for that one, so that (laughs) is… I also have another question
0: I did not prepare you for.
1: (laughs) Good. Um, No, um, final words, closing. I I mean, the, um, yeah… I, I I really love what I'm doing. I'm really passionate about TA. Yeah, I can and hear it. That. That's good. The um that whole let's say um is something that I really appreciated also here in in, in my time um, now um, at Wefox, developing that broader perspective of things, how things are interconnected. And I see um, TA as a great driver for a lot of things that are happening within a company that are beyond the first TA responsibilities. Um, I see, and I can only encourage everyone to um yeah explore and also test those boundaries of what you can do and to not stop on the touch points or on the natural handovers to other teams internally, but to always make sure it's it's running like a smooth machine
0: mm. yeah. any recommendations to guests I don't know, but you know who I should interview as well. <sighs>
1: It's very. I think Charlotte would be a great. Um, uh, my uh, dear ex-colleague um, Charlotte, she's now the director of talent acquisition at Dr. Lip, mm-hmm. would be an amazing interview partner. Yeah, actually. Not? And I'm pretty sure she would also love um, the invite. Um, she comes from an active sourcing background. Mm.
0: So you can deep dive there.
1: You can deep dive there for sure. And you can deep dive on female networks and a lot of very interesting topics. So she's the first one that comes to my mind. She would be a great deal. Yes.
0: Yeah, so if you want, you can make an intro and then we'll I sign her up.
1: Will do. Good. Charlotte, Thomas is coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I'm sourcing <laughs> live on the show.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. It was a pleasure.
1: Cool. Thank you for being here, Thomas. Yeah. Cool.